I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. My name is Marissa Donnelly. I'm your host. And today I have Elena Latricia, who is going to talk to us about her experience being pregnant through all of the COVID craziness and just talk about what that's been professionally, what it's been like personally, and just give us the ups and downs of how we are navigating this crazy time and how she has been in her personal story. So welcome. Hi. Awesome. I wanted to get started just by asking you, if you were to kind of summarize what the last few months have been like for you personally, what would you tell somebody who is just coming into this and thinking already this, this virus has been crazy, but you have a whole nother layer of craziness going on. So how, how could you summarize or share a little bit about your experience thus far? Um, well, I think it's, like you said, there's definitely, it's definitely a crazy experience and unlike what you probably pictured in your head for your pregnancy to be like, um, but just like with everything else that we've been going through, you kind of just learn to adapt to the new normal and just realize that, okay, my pregnancy isn't going to look like someone else's pregnancy from last year, kind of get used to it and roll with the changes and know that what's kind of being done is being done for safety of you and the baby. Um, so just kind of going with the flow. <laughs> That's such a great perspective. I feel like I would not be able to go with the flow because it's like you have so many <laughs> expectations, right? For like how everything yeah. is going to be. Was that hard to kind of let go of those expectations and just? Absolutely. I feel like, you know, you kind of have to let yourself grieve for the experience that you lost and, you know, let yourself feel those feelings that, okay, it's not going to be like my friend who had her baby shower last year and it was so much fun and got the pictures and the cute dress and, you know, the decorations and kind of just give yourself like an outlet to kind of, you know, feel bad about the experiences different, but then kind of just feel those feelings and shift and realize that, you know, you still have an exciting time. There's still going to be people that are excited for you and your partner excited for you. And you're just going to have to celebrate in a different way. Yeah. How were you able to celebrate? I mean, I love that you shared about the the grief process and how, you know, first it was like, you have to grieve what you don't have, which I'm sure isn't easy. And I'm sure it took a really long time. How did you feel like, what was the grief process like? Because you go into your pregnancy with a lot of excitement, right? And then when you're faced with a global pandemic, it's like, oh, great, this isn't, this isn't what I had in mind. And like you, you mentioned, just going through a grief process. What was that like? So I feel like kind of, you know, like there's stages of grief and the initial is shock or denial. And you're just thinking like, all right, well, this is weird, but this will be done in a week or two. It's kind of like what they said in the beginning anyway. Um, and then things kind of start, you know, snowballing, like then the, they closed all the restaurants and then the restaurant called me and said, told me like my baby shower was canceled and that was really hard. And luckily I had really good support with my husband and just kind of being there for me and acknowledging just acknowledgement of these feelings that are hard. And, uh, I, I don't know if you're aware, but I'm a labor and delivery nurse myself and I work with other four other women that are pregnant at the same time. 
So we, we all kind of were able to share our disappointments in these pregnancies and kind of feel these emotions together, which helps because, you know, people can kind of know what you're feeling, but they can't really fully understand unless they're going through it as well. So it took a little bit of time, but like I said, kind of just feel it and move on and just know that it's still going to be a good experience, you know, just in a different way. Yeah, I love that you have such a positive attitude. I'm sure it wasn't easy, especially hearing, you know, different things closing down or saying no. I think for people that aren't experiencing a pregnancy, it's already hard because it's like, oh, I can't, you know, go to this restaurant. I can't go on this date. I can't, you know, have this event. But then when you're bringing a child into the world, it's like all, all that excitement of those initial moments is just taken from you. So it's even harder because it's not just your experience. It's like the experience you wanted around bringing a child into the world. Right. Yeah. And I would definitely talk to my husband and be like, oh my God, like it's this crazy world. And like, are, is our baby going to be okay? Is, you know, you know, what, what am I going to tell her when she's older? And just kind of have to kind of focus in on like what's going on right now because no one knows what's going to happen in the future. And just, you know, taking it day by day, it's really just the way to get through it in the most sane way possible think big picture it's easy to get wrapped up in it and be stressed and overwhelmed and frustrated and sad so yeah day by day I feel like I can relate to that even on the smallest level it's like with the the shifts to working from home it's like all right we're just going to get through the next hour like that's it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can only understand where you're coming from with that but I did know you were a labor and delivery nurse and I know that you said you had a support system of people that you worked with. I think the story around the um, Stony Brook Hospital labor and delivery nurses all being pregnant at the same time is so fun. Um, how did, I mean, was this planned? Was this totally by accident? Like having that support must have been really cool. Yeah, no, it was definitely not planned. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was pregnant before the other girls, um, and then just like little by little, like, I'm pregnant, and I'm pregnant too, and the other four girls, due dates are like within a month of each other, they're due in um, end of August, beginning of September, um, so it was just kind of fun to, you know, just to have somebody there to talk to, and talk about our, our aches and pains without, you know, with someone who can understand, and talk about, you know, just having a support group, and talking about our baby showers that we're not going to have or just a different kind of baby shower to have and, you know, different outfits and products to talk about. So I was really lucky to have. There's just so many layers to your experience. You have like the, the physical, like actual layers of protection. And then you have kind of the emotional layers of dealing with your own like stress and anxiety and then trying to stay calm because of the baby and just, you know, trying to also help other people stay calm and then also trying to help other people if they are infected and, you know, all of that. So, oh gosh, my heart goes (laughs) out to you. That must have been a really stressful time. (laughs) It was, it was just, it's a time unlike any other, but you know, the good thing about being on labor and delivery is that you, every patient that came in was pregnant, you know, or just had a baby. So you got to relate with those patients on a hundred, totally different level because you understood what they were going through just as much as they did. And, you know, it's nice for the patients, I think, to see me and my big pregnant belly coming in and knowing that they could kind of relate to me in that level. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's like a little pregnancy pact. Like you all have to stay together and keep in touch <laughs> and like share about your experiences. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I, I've been trying to focus on, like in my personal message through all of this is just like finding ways to connect with people, even though we feel so disconnected right now, because we're all like, everybody has different experiences and different struggles, whether it's, you know, you having a pregnancy and trying to balance that and work and stress and life, or someone that's struggling financially or someone that was laid off from their position or, you know, whatever it is, everybody has individual struggles that are happening kind of as a result of this pandemic. And then on top of that, we're all asked to be socially distant and to like spread from each other um, and separate from each other. And so that creates this like huge disconnect, right? Between like, you know, people's emotions between what's happening. And I don't know, one of the things I've been trying to focus on is the idea of finding connection in the disconnect. And I love how you keep coming back to, you know, your connection with these other women who are also pregnant and your connection with the patients who are, you know, in varying stages of pregnancy or post-birth. I mean, just how, even though everybody is going through these different things and we are asked to be separated and socially distanced, like we can find those little moments of connection and hold on to those, and that's what helps us get through it. I mean, I think it's definitely, it's easy to kind of, you know, not stay in touch with people as much, kind of, I don't know, my generation, like, we're not big phone talkers, so I think it's hard for people to, you know, talk on the phone when they're used to just texting or meeting up in person, Um, so, but definitely maintaining those close relationships or even finding relationships through this experience really makes all the difference. Yeah. So I've asked you a lot about like the hardest parts and you've already mentioned some of the good parts. Now, have you had your baby or are you still waiting for the due date? Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was that just like sweet relief after kind of all of the crazy stressful months or has it come with its new set of challenges? Like, okay, now I have this infant that I need to protect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think both. Like, it's a relief that, okay, I'm out of the, you know, hospital. I don't have to have that, that stress anymore. Um, and now I have the stress of having a brand new baby. I'm a new parent. I've never had a baby before. Breastfeeding and all that stuff. People struggle with bringing babies out in the public as is. And now you want to kind of leave the confines of your home with your baby, but then you're worried about, you know, the pandemic on top of normal infectious diseases that could affect your baby. Or even just if you want to run to the store and grab diapers, you have to mask up and, you know, it just adds a whole nother layer that maybe you have had last year. Yeah, definitely. And I think for people that aren't new parents, like sometimes you don't think about that. Like, I don't know how much you keep up with social media, but there's so many conversations about, you know, people having back and forth about, you know, do we need to wear masks and why do we have to do this and this and that? And it's like, you know, we have to consider people outside of our circles and think about new parents, brand new babies, the elderly, you know, right. thinking about right. the people outside of the circle yeah. and then asking that question. Maybe you don't feel like you need to personally protect yourself, but how are you going to protect other people? Right. It's just like a a small price to pay that could potentially help a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. What advice would you give to other moms or moms-to-be that are kind of going through similar situations right now and just feeling maybe some of the stress or the insecurity of not knowing, you know, if they're going to make all the right decisions or just the fear of the unknowns? What would you say 
maybe based on your experience or the experience of um, some of the other nurses in your wing and, and kind of some of the things they went through? Um, just that, you know, it's still something to be super excited about being pregnant, having a baby. Um, and she chose a provider, you know, to take care of you and your baby and just to kind of trust with that provider, you know, the doctor, midwife, wherever you're seeing what kind of safety tips they're giving you. Um, definitely take time to express, you know, your emotions, whether that be, you know, through talking to somebody or journaling just to get out those feelings and definitely take a lot of pictures because what's one of the things I realized, you know, kind of towards the end of my pregnancy, I turned to my husband like, oh my God, like, I don't have any pictures of me pregnant because we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. And he's like, all right, like, let's take some pictures. And then, um, you know, doing like the, the mirror pictures for the belly. And then my sister-in-law offered to take pictures of me at the beach. So, you know, we have nice pictures of me at the beach that, you know, maybe I wouldn't have done if I was out and about and had a, you know, a traditional baby shower that I would have had more pictures of. So, you know, don't forget those, those little moments to enjoy too. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I think the, the pandemic for everybody has made such a shift in like priorities. And one of the challenging things is like when we're just trying to survive and like get through the next day, you know, we don't think about those little things. And even if things are so different, you, know, you can still celebrate and you can still look back on this time be like oh my gosh you know I mean do you think that maybe like years from now you'll look back at this and be like this was crazy and terrible but also really cool like I gave birth during a pandemic <laughs> yeah I mean I think like all these women who are pregnant right now and giving birth right now you know all moms are tough and brave and amazing but it just kind of gives that extra like wow like you know not only did I do this but I did this during like the most complicated weird time in history and that's just you know, makes just all this stronger and giving you just all these different coping skills that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise. And I think it makes the, you know, the celebrations more special. Like at work, you might know, my co, you know, I said my, my baby shower had to be canceled because at a restaurant it was, you know, supposed to be in the end of March. Um, but my coworkers surprised me with a little baby shower in the staff room. And that was, you know, really, it was almost like more special to me because it, they, everyone took their time out to get me gifts and plan a little party for me. And same thing as with my friends, they did like a drive-by shower. So you just feel a lot more acknowledged when people are doing these things and it's crazy for them too. But they're taking time to make you feel special. Yeah. I think the pandemic has made us a lot more creative and a lot more intentional, <laughs> you know, exactly. like we don't have the, uh, the ability to just walk over to where a friend's house or, you know, RSVP and show up at a baby shower and that's something right. that I've been like focusing on too is like you know how can I be more intentional when I can't see the people I love face to face you know getting that mm -hmm. phone and doing that FaceTime call or that Zoom call or happy hour with distance friends like that kind of stuff is because it was something done with intention that you weren't expecting in a time where it's so easy to just say oh, we're socially distanced I can't but people go out of their way to like really try to be you know, make these memorable moments and really care about one another. And that's, that's really cool. Yeah, it was, it was definitely made me feel really special and loved and just that, you know, they were making all these plans behind my back in such a good way and just that they had so much thought put into it. Yeah, I love that. What about like the biggest lesson that you've learned in this whole experience? As much as things change, they stay the same. Like 
we're, you know, being cautious and taking all these precautions, but we're still capable of celebrating happy moments and birth is still such a happy moment and it's going to be celebrated as such. It's just going to look different on the outside. So like your provider and your nurse are going to be kind of gowned up head to toe and coverings that maybe you wouldn't have had before, but you're still going to be treated the same and comforted the same and your baby being born is still going to be super exciting for you and those around you. It's just going to look different on the outside. I love that. As much as things change, they stay the same. I think that goes for so many things in life because don't you feel like everything is always changing? You know, if it's not right. a pandemic, it's, it's something else. So it's, it's a really good perspective <laughs> to have to embrace the fact that things are always going to be moving and shifting. And, you know, how can we not only see the good in that, but then understand that even though things are changing, there's so many core moments that are staying the same. You know, right. so many core moments of pregnancy, so many core moments of relationships and connections. So that's really, really powerful to reflect on. Do you want to shed light on your delivery experience? Like for people who have no idea what labor and delivery is like, I mean, what, how can you explain that experience to show the differences between like something that's quote normal versus pandemic style? <laughs> I think um, the biggest difference is just, um, you know, wearing a mask as a patient and the visitors. So before maybe you were expecting to have everyone and their mom come visit you, but most places may allow your support person as a visitor. Um, so just kind of getting used to that or maybe not having your visitation experience be what you expected. But with that regard too, it kind of makes it a little more intimate, a little more special to just kind of have this moment to share with your partner or support person that maybe you wouldn't have had such an intimate moment before. That's good. I feel like you just had such a positive perspective and just hearing your words, I feel like it's just going to speak so much calm and peace over people in a similar situation because I know there's so much fear, especially fear-based media. So hearing you just talk about what your experience was like and, you know, yeah, it's different and yeah, there's elements that are really hard, but like you said, it's still the same and it's still something to celebrate and we hear your little ones so that's exciting too and you know it's a lot about perspective like you can take thinking how bad it is but you know also remember that you know it does suck but it's also a really awesome time and experience you know being pregnant and having a baby absolutely thank you so much for you know not only being willing to share your story but being willing so soon after having your baby and, and navigating, you know, having a newborn and all of that fun stuff and being on the yeah. podcast and talk about it. I really, I appreciate your time and your, your energy because I know that balancing all of this, especially as a new mom is really challenging. So I just appreciate you 